Beyonce's new visual album, Lemonade, purports to be an in-depth look at the emotional lives of black women and includes images of the mothers of Trayvon Martin and Michael Brown. Beyonce is the latest in a growing list of black musicians like Kendrick Lamar and Janelle Monet, who are making music that supports the message of Black Lives Matter. As part of his Micropolis series, WMYC's Arun Venegapal asks, what exactly does their music demand of us? It's hard to say when precisely music really started reflecting the moment we're in and shaping it. Was it Be Free? J. Cole's response to the shooting of Michael Brown and Ferguson. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is be free. Or maybe it was when Janelle Monet and her Wonderland crews started chanting, Hell You Talking About around the country. Their roll call of black men, women, and children who've been killed by the police or white mobs. Emmett Till, Sean Bell, Freddie Gray. But some would say it's only recently that the musical response really hit critical mass. When Beyonce performed her song Formation at the Super Bowl, and days later... Kendrick Lamar sang at the Grammys in Chains. There's different periods at which popular music becomes more than just uh, backdrop type stuff, more than just something you have on in the background. Jeff Chang's the author of Can't Stop, Won't Stop, a history of the hip-hop generation. It becomes literally something that is helping us to understand what we're seeing in front of us on the nightly news, uh, what we're seeing in front of us in the streets. Think of the 1960s and early 70s. James Brown. Marvin Gaye. Nina Simone, who performed this song three days after Dr. King died. Well, the murders... Never cease. Are they men or are they beasts? What do they ever hope? Ever hope to gain? A generation later, it was Public Enemy with songs like Fight the Power and Black Cop by KRS One. And then came what's generally regarded as a lull. One of the things that has happened with pop music in the last uh, 20 years has been that it's increasingly become a vehicle that sells lifestyles. Cars, women, liquor. Michael Denzel Smith is author of Invisible Man, Got the Whole World Watching, an upcoming book about learning to become a black man in America. He says the fixation with materialism stemmed from the strong economy that began in the Clinton era. We have the boom years, and rappers sort of reflect that. They reflect it in the music and in the money that they're aspiring to and the businesses that they're trying to start, the entrepreneurial spirit. In the bling bling. The record labels played their own role, he said, largely in pursuit of white suburban listeners. People drawn to the imagery and glamour of gangster rap, but not necessarily the political or social context, the parts that might raise uncomfortable questions. It allows for that sort of superficial level of engagement because the beats are nice. They don't think it's presenting an actual challenge to them. Repetition, easy listening. But what happens when we're asked to critically engage with music, 
And what guarantee is there that that'll actually happen? Bruce Springsteen presented us with a searing indictment of the Vietnam War. Told us how he was sent off to a foreign land to go and kill the yellow man. But for a lot of listeners, Born in the USA was just another party song. Smith says that's a risk for all pop music because it programs us for pleasure. But in some important ways, this moment in history is different. Jeff Chang says one of the biggest changes has to do with political power. Barack Obama as a symbol of black power, as a symbol of power, that wasn't available to African-Americans, to people of color in 1968, right? So there's a difference there. There's absolutely a, a huge difference there. But also cultural power. The ability for Beyonce to take over the Super Bowl with a highly racialized song like Formation. In the music video, we watch as a police car goes underwater. Graffiti that reads, Stop Shooting Us. And an homage to the Black Panthers. Now in her new visual album, Lemonade, she quotes Malcolm X. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. Amanda Seals is a comedian and former host on MTV. She says black cultural power has been accompanied and amplified by the growth of black intellectuals, taking the lead on issues like segregation and policing. When you have people like ta Coates and Jamel Bowie and they're out here and they're writing and they're consistently putting on display these truths in a way that can't be ignored. All of these things, politics, scholarship, aesthetics, reinforce each other in important ways. But it's not just black listeners who are taking this in, trying to make sense of it. Jasiri X is a hip-hop artist and lecturer. He says most of the students that he addresses across the country are white. He thinks they're paying closer attention to the music because they feel vulnerable too, in ways they never had. The era of like, I'm going to go to college and that college degree pretty much guarantees me the job of my choice and then I'm going to get my house and my car and live happily ever after. That's not really there no more, that they're not guaranteed a job coming out with a college degree. But the one thing that are guaranteed in many circumstances is debt. People are worried and aren't necessarily just looking for escape, for easy beats, but for something that actually gives shape to the doubts they harbor. But this music goes a step further. It asks the listener to make hard choices. Are you with the police or the policed? The musicians are actually taking a risk with their fans and with the public. But at this moment, they believe they have art and justice on their side. Music may be beautiful, but it haunts you because you don't want there to exist in the world the conditions that would produce this sort of music. So what do we do about it? This is Micropolis. I'm Arun Vanagopal. At WNYC. Six years old, I tried my first pair of Jordans on. Mama, can you carry me? It was late in the fall. Is there a song or album that has made you think more about social injustice? We have a playlist of protest music at WNYC.org. You can listen and share your suggestions with us.